Okay, well good evening and I would like to welcome you to the SIZE Seminars monthly call. As you know, we like to get started right on time. We have quite a few people that are coming into the call, but we are going to go ahead and get started tonight. So my name is Dory Locke and I will be your host for the call this evening. And as a reminder, if you have not been on the calls before or if you have, I'd like to just tell you a little bit about the flow of the call tonight. This evening we have a very special holiday message from Ms. Jane Wilhite. And we will have a teaching lesson from Kathy Quinlan Perez. And then we're going to open up the call to live questions this evening, as we usually do. And as a reminder, we'll also be taking questions from our Facebook page. So be sure that if you're unable to get in on the phone and you want to pose a question to either Kathy or Jane, you can do so on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash PSI Seminars. So let's go ahead and begin the evening. I have the honor of welcoming Ms. Jane Wilhite to the call. She is the President and Chairwoman of the Board of Psy Seminars, a co-founder of the company, and a visionary in every sense of the word. Her commitment and dedication to personal growth and human potential is evident throughout her company and with the hundreds of thousands of graduates who have taken the courses offered by Psy Seminars. I'm grateful to have her join us on the call tonight and to have her share her special holiday message with us. Jane, are you on the line tonight? I am on the line tonight. Well, excellent. I know that I am very excited about this evening, and I know the hundreds of graduates that will be joining us tonight uh, live on the call, and then also the graduates that have an opportunity to listen to the podcast that will go out in the next couple of days. I'm sure they're anxious to hear what you have to say this evening as well. Well, that's really good. Thank you. <laughs> I can see all of your faces out there. I just wish it was an uvu call. So we yes. can see everybody's face. That would be really good, seeing I'm a very visual person. Um, it would be nice for me to see everybody's face. But we'll begin by saying it's holiday season, and I'm really excited. You know, Today when I was thinking about the call, I started to think about Christmas and I got all excited. I wasn't until I started to think about it. Like, wow, it's going to be great. It is going to be great. I'm going to, with my, going to be with my grandbabies and my daughter and my son-in-law. It's going to be, um, it's going to be fun this year. Um, I want to start by, um, you know, when you when you sign up for the call, there's a little place that if you want to, ask a question you can ask a question so this goes out to hannah who is having trouble with her song all right hannah you know um your song and your singing will come back when you when your heart heals i remember when my brother died um a few years ago ed who a lot of you know uh i i couldn't heal for so long but I think you have to move out of that and move into gratefulness. Gratefulness heals everything. And I'm very thankful and very grateful that I had that wonderful man in my life for so many years, from the time I was older than he was. So I had him for every day of his life, which was absolutely wonderful. And once once we start with that gratefulness, like Hannah, you're your grateful list will start with what you learned from your grandfather and what he did for you and all the memories. And begin then, begin then on how he made such a difference in your life. You know, grateful list 
for everyone listening is is such a tool. And if we all used it, we would move out of the three R's and we would be so happy most of the time. The gratefulness moves you from being negative or being angry or being upset into being positive of whatever the situation is. And and sometimes it's very, very difficult. A story about, um, I remember in Psy 7 when I was going down to, uh, every Psy 7 I would go down and do a relationship lecture. And um, I, I remember this one time, I was so mad at Tom. He had done something and I was irritated with him. And I said, and I looked at him, I said, now I've got to go down and talk about relationships when I don't like you right now. And I remember sitting down and saying, I got to start my grateful list. I got to turn this around because I can't go down like this. And I started with, he has nice teeth. I'm grateful that he has nice teeth. Then I'd move on. I'm grateful uh, that he's mechanically inclined. (laughs) And I would start my list of what I was grateful about in him. And by the time I went down to do the relationship, like I liked him again, which was a big thing. I know that I wake up here and I look out the window at the beautiful lake and I say, God, I'm, I'm so grateful. I mean, I am so blessed. I have a wonderful friends. I have a great job. I just am so blessed. I think it's hard to do the grateful when you don't feel blessed. You don't have enough money or you're just unhappy. But I, I tell you, if you just pick up a pencil and start it, things would start to change. So let's get back to... There was another question from Doug on his question was about giving. And I th- I think that if your I am is I am a giver, then every moment of every day, every second, you are given opportunities to give. Whether that's a smile or stopping to listen to someone you don't want to listen to, sending your money somewhere, doing something, helping out that those opportunities to give are every moment, every place that you are, there is opportunities. Um, I'm constantly looking for ways that I can give more because I know givers gain. I know that. I don't do it for that reason, but I know that it works. Absolutely. Um, You know, just taking the time, Doug, to help somebody in your business to um, help a new employee uh, to, you know, know where everything is and just to feel good or helping one of your nephews or nieces or your friends. Every place around you is a place to give. So just begin with, I am a giver. In fact, I am a fantastic giver. In fact, I am a tremendous giver, and I just give, give, give. Okay, let's get back to Christmas. This Christmas could be so great for you, or Hanukkah, or whatever the holiday is, could become, you know, the the best year ever. Even if you're staying at home alone. Because I know sometimes when I stay home alone, I can do anything that I want to do. 
I can sit and watch movies. I can, um, I can do crafts. I can, or I can just sit. <laughs> I can play the piano. I can do whatever I want to do and just be happy with that. You know, this Christmas, you can make any way that you want. One of the things that I think is really important is when you're looking at Christmas is to not look so much at Christmas, but to look at making a plan for this Christmas and writing down everything that would make you feel good on the 26th, but not on the 25th. On the 25th, it's great. You know, you go, you get presents, you eat, you have a great time. But if you move that, like we always say, do today what feels good tomorrow, and you take that time to write down what's going to feel good on the 26th, what's going to feel good next year. And kind of one of those things, if you're at the family party, it's spending time maybe with your grandfather who you might not, want to spend time but I'll tell you something next year you'll be glad that you spend time with him or an elderly aunt or with one of the, your nephews and spent time with them you're going to feel better about yourself the next day you're going to feel better about yourself when you walk away from the party when you give of yourself to those people that are kind of not so much fun maybe or not as exciting you're going to feel good about you and that's what makes everything so perfect is you, by giving, feel so good about you. The plan is to write down everybody you're supposed to call and, you you know, just tell people how much you care about them. You know, um, let's see, what else? Oh, I know, Cindy, you asked about the traditions that I have at Christmas. Um, and you know what? I don't have any. My life moves so fast that I like to be spontaneous. I want everything. I remember we used to have lobsters for Christmas dinner because they don't take too much. You don't have to put a lot of stuff. There's no gravy and potatoes and everything. Just kind of lobsters and a salad. And then you can sit there for a long time eating, well, if you're Boston, from Boston like me, you spend a lot of time eating a lobster. I mean, first you have to eat all the legs, and then you have to eat the tail and the fins at the end of the tail. I mean, it takes a long time to eat a lobster, and that's really nice. I don't think um, that's going to happen this year because, um, let's see, Jennifer is four. Uh, Gen- I'm sorry, Genevieve is four, so she's just going to be into party. Uh, although she does like lobster, but the twins are not going to be too into too much lobster. So the twins are 18 months, guys, this year, <laughs> this Christmas, and they're just going to be crazy and running around. So I think we're going to have a traditional Christmas by way of Trader Joe's, I'll make a meal for you, because I think Janessa has got a little bit too much with three babies down there um, to do a Christmas that's you know, uh, traditional and have her make everything. So it'll be great, you know. Trader Joe's is great. There'll be no MSG and it will be fine. But so I don't have a lot of traditions except to spend time with family. Spend time with family. Um, 
I try real hard to take all the shoulds and the have-tos off me for Christmas and holidays and just enjoy myself without all the shoulds and the have-tos. So I that, you know, um, for those that are going to spend it alone, don't. Don't be a martyr. Stand up, you know, and say, hey, look, i got no place to go for Christmas. Who wants me? And just don't martyr yourself and don't wait for people to ask you. You do it. Or go help at the soup kitchens or go help with their, their giving out toys. Don't be a martyr this Christmas. Get out there and give. Make it important that you give this Christmas of yourself and of what you have to give, which is marvelous. So that's my Christmas message, and God bless everybody. Have a wonderful holiday season. Well, thank you, Jane, very much. And I'm so grateful that you came on the call tonight. And I know, as I said, the the graduates that are on the call appreciate you being here and your message to them. And we know that we have hundreds that also listen, you know, later on, and they'll be inspired, I'm sure, to hear what you had to say as well. So I'm going to invite Miss Kathy Quinlan Perez to the call this evening. Hey, Kathy. Yay, Kathy. And, and let her give us her holiday message as well, and then we will open it up to questions a little later on. And thank you, Jane, for answering those questions that were posed by the graduates ahead of time. And, and it's a great reminder to them that they do have that opportunity to post a question and that we you know, then can take some time to, to answer what's on their mind uh, when we get into these calls. So that was great. Thank you. I think that, uh, well, hello to everyone, and thank you so much, Jane, because everything that you said is, is really, uh, I'm going to piggyback on, Good. is when Dory, you know, sent out, like, you know, holiday season, being grateful, and one of the things that I was thinking about just the whole word grateful and gratitude is that sometimes I think that we, we look at what needs to be more, what needs to be different, and, and we look at sometimes what's wrong versus what's right. And so just in, in conjunction with what you're talking about, what if all of us start to examine our life as to what's right? Like what are the things that we really have that are great? And the fact that all of us are even on this call says something about that there's something very great that we want to better ourselves. We want to move forward in our lives. And I always go back to the basic seminar is that, my goodness, that we have so many tools in those um, in the days of the basic that absolutely 100% support what we will be doing here in the holiday season because the holiday season is all about people. What we celebrate in the basic seminar is all about people and what's right. What's right about people? Now, remember, there's a lecture that Maya Angelou uh, talks about is, is she actually does that with herself. She talks about what's right instead of what's wrong. And I think that sometimes with the, is you gave them a great, great, great trigger of let me write. I love that story about going down into, uh, before you did the relationship piece with Mr. Wilhite is what if everyone 
actually took time out and started to write down all the things that they're grateful for, for their mom, for their father, for their grandparents, for their aunts, their uncles, their brothers, their sisters, that their children, even in the times when they drive us crazy, is that there's something that we love about them. So what if we walk into this holiday season into Christmas, into Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, Hanukkah, all that is ahead of us, and we actually start to use our screen of the mind. How do we want that event to go? How do we want it? What's the end result? And when we keep our mind, our subconscious mind on that end result, guaranteed we will produce it. And one of the things is when we think about, I was thinking about gratitude and being grateful and what if we take that and look at that gratitude in that who we are as a human being and what is it that I have to contribute? So what if every place that we are, every place that we go, whether that's the grocery store, whether that is, you know, to UPS, to dropping off our Christmas presents, to mail out to our families, is that what, how am I going to leave that place better and how I'm going to leave that place better is my attitude. I mean, my goodness, some of the most stressful times that people have is this time of the, of the year. So what if that we actually started to use the rigor and the discipline within ourselves to go, okay, how am I really going to be when I walk into this? How am I going to be when I walk into the grocery store? And we take, then we take it further to how am I going to be when I walk into my family's house? Because I don't know about anybody else uh, on this call, but, you know, we all have, like, that family member that's always a little challenging. And so I was thinking about that before the call is, like, I think of, okay, so what's great about that person? And, you know, they're, whatever, however they're being isn't who they really are. And so if I keep my focus on who they are, I can appreciate what's coming out of their mouth or how they're being. And I love how you reminded us of do today what feels good tomorrow. So I really wanted to challenge everyone on the call. We have 18 days left of December. What if everyone on the call really got off this call tonight and they wrote down 25 things that they're grateful for? And then every day they took time out of their day and you really do take time out of your day to do your I ams. I am powerful. I am loving. I am passionate. I am a leader. I am empowering. That we take it and we start to discipline ourselves. If we do that starting tonight and starting first thing in the morning, that even before you get out of bed tomorrow, like before you jump out of bed, that you sit for a moment with yourself and you visualize how you want to be that day how you want to interact with the people at work, how you want to interact with your children, how you want to interact with your relationship, with your husband, with your partner, that you really rigorously practice the tools that all of us have been given. And then look up on December 31st at 11.59 before you go into the new year of 2012 and look and go, oh my gosh, Look how I have been, and this is the person I'm taking into my new year. So that when we set our New Year's goals, they're not just 
hazy goals. They're actually very clear, specific, this is where I'm going. And so I really, what I want to invite everyone to really start to practice is what's right about you. What, like really and truly what's great about you. And that we put it into absolute practice in the next 18 days before we walk into 2012. My message is very short and simple, Dory. <laughs> well, Kathy, um, even though it was short and simple, I've definitely taken some great notes on that. And I, you know, as I was getting ready for the call myself, I was sort of looking at some different quotes, and I, I want to bring one up before we open up the call to questions. Um, this is, let us be grateful to people who make us happy. They are the charming gardeners who make our souls blossom. And that's Marcel Proust. And I, um, you know, to me that's exactly what you're saying in the leaving a situation better and the attitude that you take into it, that we have the opportunity to leave situations better and, and to help, you know, be the charming gardeners who make souls blossom because we interacted with those people. And so I, I think that's really powerful, and I appreciate the message from both of you this evening. And what I'd like to do now is open it up to questions. If there's callers on the line that would like to ask a specific question of Kathy or Jane this evening, please just press the number one on your phone, and we'll bring you into the call and give you an opportunity to ask a live question. And, you know, once again, I mean, with it being the, the holiday time, I'm just grateful, uh, you know, for the both of you and the things that I've learned and, and the inspiration that you've both been to me um, so often in my life. And so thank you very much for doing this call this evening. And we're going to so, start. <clears throat> Dory, I want to just add yeah. one more thing. Yeah. Is that sometimes as we, you know, come into the holiday season, it's, uh, you know, what kind of gift am I going to give to somebody and I want to give them something, is last Christmas my uh, niece gave my sister probably one of the greatest gifts I've ever seen, is she handmade a, a calendar and she put it in a box. And so for every day from January 1st until December 31st of this year, there's a, uh, there is a message from my niece Sophia to my sister about what she loves about her mother. And, it, you know, it's absolutely every single day is what I'm grateful for. And oh, wow. It was... 165 it, messages? Yes, every day. Holy cow, what a great gift. I know. Oh, wow. And so I, I want, as you were talking, I wanted to say, like, sometimes we think it's the gift, but it really is the message. And so who are we being? Who are we bringing? Like some of the greatest gifts that I've ever gotten from anyone is it's, it's the thought. It wasn't the amount. It was the thought that was brought into it. And I think that, if, uh, that sometimes we, of course, you know, I, I love getting nice, shiny things, but I love and also... And Getting. Kathy, I, I like receiving. In fact, the necklace that you gave me is absolutely beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We both, I, we love shiny things. <laughs> but it, it's also, it's like, gosh, sometimes we forget that we're the gift. And it's the message and, and what can we say? What can we say to better 
to make their life better. So I, I look at my sister wakes up every day. She can't wait to see, oh, my gosh, what did Sophia say today? Oh, and reminding her of the, of the laughter that she is, of the smile, of her courage, of whatever it might be. And so I think that sometimes we so take for granted people. And maybe in the next 18 days through this month, that all of us that are on this call start to appreciate even more so and even, again, appreciating ourselves. That's great, Kat. That's great. Yeah, I, and I have, I have goosebumps just thinking about, you know, what your niece did. I mean, that's really that, – that's a huge gift. And it's a gift just to hear about it because it makes me think about, you know, how grateful I am for my mother and, mm-hmm. you know, the, wanting to express that. So thank you for that, Good. Kathy. Um, okay, so we have Kathleen on the call tonight. Kathleen, are you with us? Yes. Hi, welcome to the call. Oh, my, I'm the first one answered. Yes, you are. Um, I was wondering... I have a problem. Um, I can't listen to Christmas music. And it's got to do with, you know, all my family died pretty quickly. But um, but I just, I kind of have a problem with all music. Um, both my mom and sister were very into music, and it just brings me back to t- better times. And so I just can't listen to music. And it's, it's I didn't used to be like that. Hmm. That's a new one on people, I know. That's a that's a new one because you know taking that joy away from yourself is just I know. I know. Hey, your sister hi. and your mom wouldn't like that at all. <laughs> no, she wouldn't. She wouldn't like Oh. So uh you know, just Well I like um I try whenever I listen I catch myself starting to get depressed, so I'll turn it off, and then I'm not depressed. Well, how about when you listen to it and you think of those people that you can move into gratefulness? Yeah. About how many years you had with them and how precious they are and that the music reminds you of them. I mean, I think that would be great. I mean, I I am comforted with um, anything that reminds me of my family. I mean, I, I know Shirley and I were at a, um, we were at, well, it's kind of a sad thing, but it, but Shirley Hunt, um, <laughs> I mean, if it's too emotional and too sad, she's going to make a joke, okay? So we were, we were at her brother's funeral. My brother had died just a few months before, and she turned around and she looked at me and she said, we're orphans without siblings. <laughs> and it was just, you know, I just had to laugh at it because we had all of those people in our life for so long. Yeah. If, if you move cats, what do you think? I think that you're right on the money. I think that it's like, wow, the the music, and especially if they were, they loved music. It's like, wait a second, why am I denying myself? They love this. They wouldn't want me not to listen to this. Yeah, yeah you know, I do have it backwards. You're right. Yep. 
And wouldn't that be wonderful? Because when you th- when you hear music, you'll think of them. Isn't it wonderful? Oh yeah, I, you know, as I'm listening to you, I realize it's like a chance to be with them. Yeah, yeah. I know it's wonderful. Yeah, exactly. That's very helpful. Yeah, but but when you're with them, we tend to when we think about them, feeling bad that they're not with us. But you gotta move to the gratefulness. Um, I had that man in my life for over 60 years. It was, uh, yeah. God gave me that. And yeah. I'm just, I'm just so grateful. Yeah, well, that's why I, I called, because I heard you talking about looking at grateful and memories, and I'm going to do, I, I guess I could do the 25 things I'm grateful for on this issue, which would be good. Absolutely. Why are you grateful, you know, to them having been in your life? Yeah. yeah I mean, I, they were, they, you know, they were, I had a very, very wonderful family storybook childhood. So this is, I don't want to be Not like this. Not too many this. people have those, you know, so mm-hmm. I would be really grateful. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank, Thank you, Kathleen. Thank you. And how about Rebecca? Rebecca, are you with us this evening? Yes, I am, and thank you. Welcome to the call. I was very impacted with that last comment that the music was too difficult and too painful to listen to. Um, I have found that I actually look forward to the Christmas holiday. Because I know when I hear certain music at certain times, the tears are just flowing from me uncontrollably because I am having all the memories. It's like every tear is a memory of the loved ones that have passed before me. And I just thought I'd share that because, just because, you know, the longer we get to be on this planet, the more losses we're going to have. And loss is a normal part of life. And no one ever really taught us about it. No one ever really said, you're going to have losses, Rebecca. This is normal. And so it's only by divine intervention that information has been shared with me that you, you must allow yourself 20 minutes every week to grieve the losses of your life as Absolutely. you have more years under your belt. And I don't know that I grieve every week, but I know there's certain seasons and certain times that it's just a natural thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I just, I just let it flow. I'll be driving down the road, and it'll hit me, and it'll just come out. Or, like I listened to, I looked at this little Carlson School of Management in Flash Mob, and they did this dance thing with music, but it started out with a saxophone. It was incredibly moving and I mean I just want people to know just to let those tears flow they are actually every tear to me is like a diamond that's <laughs> wonderful that is great that's beautiful thank you I Rebecca I wanted to share that that's absolutely beautiful. thank you so much welcome okay so if anyone else has a question please raise your hand press the number one raise your hand raise your hand <laughs> Jane, I guess that's my uvu, you know, thing. If you'd raise your hand, I'll pick you. Um, so <laughs> if you just press the number one on your phone, I'll be glad to bring you into the call and uh, let you ask a question of either Jane or Kathy. And it, 
looks like ladies, I don't know if you have anything else that you want to share with everyone, but I think most people must have been very inspired because we don't have a lot of questions this evening. Oh, they must have been just so inspired. They just don't. They, come on, belly up to the bar, girls and boys. <laughs> <laughs> don't make that is a good one. On belly up yes, to the bar. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I would tell you that this is an incredible opportunity to have a chance to um, ask some questions of Jane Wilhite. And um, so if you have that opportunity, you want to take it. So if you do have a question, please feel free. And I'll ask you a question, Kat. Yes. What are you going to do for Christmas? I am going to Omaha, Nebraska. Oh, okay. And uh, my husband is arriving in Omaha on Christmas Eve. And he arrives at 11.20 at night, so he is going to be my niece's Christmas present. Oh, how does she know he's coming? No, they don't know, because they love their Uncle Gary. Are you going to Mass on Christmas Eve? Christmas Eve Mass, yes I am. I remember when I was, uh, when I was young, my father had a flower shop, and we worked until about 11 o'clock. You know, when you have a family business, all you do is work. Yeah. Um, I remember us working until 11 o'clock at night, and then all my girlfriends were Catholic, like Shirley, and I would meet them and go to um, midnight mass with them, and, and then we'd go out and eat hamburgers or whatever and uh-huh. have a, you know. I, so, would, I love going to midnight mass. Well, I'm going down to Marin County and spend Christmas with, um, with my grandchildren. And Lori, what are you doing for Christmas? I will be will be staying home. However, I think we're going to have my nephews and niece that will come over and spend Christmas Day will come over and visit. And my mom's coming in, and so hopefully we'll have everyone here. And um, my honey just added a train, a ceiling train to his man cave. And so I'm excited to see, you know, little nephews and a niece to, you know, get to see this train that's, like 300 foot of track that runs around oh, yeah, our downstairs. So it'll be exciting to see that through their eyes. That'll be oh, wonderful. Cool. You know what, coming to visit you, you got snow, right? Well, you know what, we haven't had as much as we did last year. However, there's, there's some on the ground, and I anticipate a little more between now and uh, Christmas time, I'm sure. Well, honey, that's good. That's awesome. Yeah. So anyway, ladies, it looks like um, all the questions have likely been answered this evening. And um, I'd like to, you know, take a moment to wish everyone happy holidays. If you all would like to have any closing message or anything. I'd say uh, happy holidays and go out and make a difference. And wherever you can over the next, a few weeks, you know, look out and go, okay, what do I have to contribute? What do I have to give? Whatever that is. It might be a smile. It might be a bike. It might be, you know, the soup kitchen. It might be delivering turkeys, whatever it happens to be, is that this is the time of of year for all of us to remind ourselves of what we really have been given. Very, very good, Kat. And God bless you all. Have a wonderful holiday season, and we'll see you in January. Have a wonderful holiday season, and we will see you in January. Our next call is scheduled for Tuesday, January 10th, and it will be at 6 p.m. 
Pacific time. We're going to move it up about a half an hour. So we'll get information out about that. And we're looking forward to an opportunity to really look at goals and goal setting, and goal achieving for that matter. So that will be the theme of our call next month. And we look forward to joining you then. And don't forget to get involved in the conversation on our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash PSI Seminars. And thanks so much for joining us um, this holiday evening, and we will talk to you next month. Excellent. Thank you all. Good night.